everyone. Welcome back to the Bearing Fruit Podcast. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode. In today's episode, we have a very special guest. Everybody say hello to my baby brother, Robin Matthew. Hey guys. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. This has been a long time coming, obviously. If you know or if you've been a long time listener and follower of this podcast, you know, I've always wanted to have guests on here and it's been two years since this podcast was created and we finally have our very first guest. Your How first do you guest. feel? I feel I feel great. No, this is this is very, very interesting after two years. Okay, I also want to preface. Robin has not listened to one episode. No, that's not true. That's not true. I have This is something we've talked about. What episode have you listened to? The first one. The first one that was not an episode, but that's fine. That Wait. was like an introduction. Oh. <laughs> no, I listen I think I listened to I think the one you called me out when I, I, I listened to the the recent, the dating one, I think. I oh, think of like course. Being, typical. <laughs> typical. Being... He's listened to the, oh, the green flags one? The no, red flags? No. Was... Finding joy in being single. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, typical. Yes, yes. What a typical episode. <laughs> oh, but thank you so much for joining us, guys. Are you excited for today's episode? I hope you guys are. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. Also, if you can hear our dog in the background panting, gasping for air. I did play with him outside um, just so that he can just fall asleep during this episode. So um, he's probably going to be an interruption for the first couple of minutes. But yeah, like I said, I don't know how long this episode's going to be. Um, so knowing me, it's probably going to be a long one um, since all of my episodes are quite long now. So if this is a long one, sit back, get a drink and yeah, I'm so excited. Robin, are you nervous? How do you feel being on a podcast? This is like... For me, especially, because I don't have any, like, social media where I, like, go and, like, talk uh-huh. to people. So, yep. this is very interesting for me to, like, come and talk in front of, like, a lot of people. So Well, uh, there's no one really here. <laughs> <us too. laughs> it's just the two no, of us. No, it's, like, the sense that there's people listening. But, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's going to pop off only because I've got my very first guest. And it's you, yeah. my brother. Um if you don't know that my relationship with Rob, oh, my relationship, I just said you are my brother, but like Robin is my youngest brother. I have two brothers and we are four and a half years, five years, four-ish, five. Four to five, yeah. I haven't actually done the math, but Robin is, how old are you, Robin? I am 19. 19. Yes. He's going to be 20 in January. Yes. That's crazy. That is no more a teenager. I'm not a teenager. I'm, it's eight, 18 is the adult phase, no? Yeah, but you're still a teenager. Fair enough. I still have Wait, a teenager. Wait, you think you're not a teenager? I'll be a teen. If you think I'm a teen- uh, teenager, I'll be a teenager until like 27 at least. 100%. Okay, yeah, true. I feel 13 still. 100%. Um, but yeah, Robin is my baby brother. Uh, and he thinks, he likes to think he's older than me, but he's not. <laughs> I am. Um, both my brothers who are younger than me like to think they're older than me. They like to um, proclaim that every single day. Um, but I am the eldest and I will always be the eldest. So mm-hmm. let's just start off with that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I want to talk about, so the reason I brought Robin on today's episode is to share his testimony, if you'd like to say it in that way. Um, I think we've all, we all have a story to share um, from when we started following Christ and it doesn't have to be this like elaborate, long prophetic story it can just be there was a day and i started following jesus like it can just be as simple as that and i think that is the beauty of people coming to know christ is that it is so simplistic but yet so like i feel very much like that the holy spirit is in the room when i hear stories like that so that is robin's 
uh, job today. He's actually yeah. quite nervous. I can feel, I, like I am if a bit only nervous, you yeah. can see him. Let's I'm see what nervous. I can see. He's like twiddling his thumbs, like moving his feet, I'm like not, wiping his feet. Nah. <laughs> That's just how I so, am. Yeah, Robin, he took a shower. He's yeah, ready, I took a shower for this. Prepped and ready to go for yeah. today's episode. Yeah. Also, my other brother might walk through the door. So if there are any interruptions, I apologize in advance. But I want to start, Robin, I want to start from, so we are raised, we're raised in a Christian home. We still, our parents are still believers. And so I want to know what that was like growing up. Because you yeah. have two eldest siblings, and then you're growing up in a Christian home. How? What was your faith like starting from yeah. that point? Yeah. Well, I think when I think being born in a Christian family, obviously a huge blessing. But when I was young, like I felt like no, no disrespect to you or to like disrespect taken. To, yeah, I, I'm gonna disrespect <laughs> you, but I felt like I was actually like in terms of the like the kids like mm-hmm. the kids in the family mm-hmm. I felt like I was very ex- like expressive about God when yeah. I was like in kindergarten year one um I do remember that actually yeah. I remember like you'd come home with like um artwork you had done and it would yeah. like there would be like crosses or like yeah. Jesus like God yeah. written on them like do you, do you remember the story where um ages when we were buying out the house uh in you know yeah yeah, yeah. after this one um and I was just so fed up because we were just looking and looking. And I'm like, no one wants to pray to God about this house. No, one's, <laughs> no one wants to actually talk about this to God. But we were just looking and looking and it was just hot. So, yeah, so I just wasn't like, I, at the time, I was very, um, I was very expressive, to, especially to my, my parents. I would talk about it mm. a lot. Um, and I remember this, this prank mum pulled on me. Um, she, was, she was pretending she wasn't going to be a Christian anymore what yeah and she made me cry because i was like no don't stop no god stop. loves you wow yeah. i didn't i'm actually hearing that this is the first time oh really i don't know this i think this happened it's it's quite embarrassing because i think it happened in like year four so why is that embarrassing <laughs> because i didn't think like i should have known it was a prank like oh. she can't act as well so <laughs> yeah our mom cannot act <laughs> yeah so yeah, so at a, at a young age, mm. at that time, I was very close. I'd say for anyone that was that young, mm-hmm. I was fairly close with God. Mm-hmm. Um, so at a young age, it wasn't really the problem that yep. sort of caused the disconnect. Mm. Um, I'll get to that. Yeah. So I guess when... So what we're also going to be talking about or sharing about is um, mental health. And yeah. so... Um, bringing importance to mental health because I feel like in the Christian community, mental health can be neglected. It can be a taboo topic. I mean, it always has been a taboo topic, hopefully not for much longer, but in the Christian community, it's something of that is like, I don't know. It's just not perceived as an actual illness as any other physical illness might be perceived as. Mental health is not seen or like mental health issues are not seen as an actual illness. Um, So I think our family... Obviously, I mean, I struggled with mental health uh, as a teenager, which, I mean, I have a whole episode of like my own testimony, which you can listen to. Um, But for Robin, I want you to kind of maybe share about where the disconnect started. Like you said, where did it all just not make sense anymore? Because if you were such a faithful child of God, how... I mean, it's not impossible, right, for you to feel yeah. that disconnect. It's very much like anyone can feel that disconnect. So where did that switch flip? Like what happened between when you were in year four and then when did it start the feelings yeah. of? Yeah, so 
I'd say the the start of where I actually felt a bit lost from mm. God was, I think, the end of year nine. Yep. So it was very faint, yes. you would say, like yeah. the very beginning. Yes. Yeah, so planted like, the seed of what we call now depression. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I'd say midway of high school, mm-hmm. um, especially obviously teenagers have stuff, have their issues, but. Um, and as a sister, I think, sorry, I keep interrupting, yeah, yeah, all good. but as a sister, I think that's what we thought. It's a teenager problem, right? Yes, yes. We all go through those quote unquote phases. And so as a family, as siblings, we thought this was a phase you were going to come out of. Yeah. But what we didn't realize is when you graduated high school, you were still in that quote-unquote yeah. phase so yeah continue yeah. sorry yeah so year nine like i said was a start and um the one thing that was really interesting about me being on that you know downside in, in my relationship with god was every year was worse than the last yeah um, year 10 was worse than year nine year 11 was worse than year 10 and uh, it was just onwards yes yeah, so when you say worse what do you mean like mentally what what was i think i feel like at, well, at the time i felt like it was just a bigger sign for me to give up. Right. Um, and obviously giving up, like, you know. Like killing yourself. It was a very dark and serious time for me. So yeah. it was just the most obvious thing for me to do. And mm. it was such an easy thing to do because, mm. my gosh, at the time I had nothing to live for. Yeah. You know? And we as a family did not know the seriousness of it. Like we didn't yeah. know you were thinking about suicidal thoughts, yeah. right? We didn't yeah. know that you were, I mean, we knew he was depressed to a state. I think I first came to that conclusion, but it took a long time for my parents to come to that conclusion. Obviously their parents and they don't want to think the worst for their children. But because I had kind of been in a similar boat, I was able to, rec- I was like quickly, I was able to recognize yeah, what you yeah. were going through, but not to the extent of what you are actually going through. So yeah, continue. So each yeah. year was... So yeah, each year was worse. And obviously mm. our parents, they didn't have a good idea of what I was going through, mm. especially because um, my parents, Indian. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously for them, they never really tapped into that side of um, mental health or yeah. acknowledging, um, you know, someone's going through a tough time. And, and I think especially for them, it was more like, you just know, coming a phase. To ter- yeah. yeah, it was a phase yeah. to just come to I would say our parents are very much knowledgeable in in it now like they're very accepting very open to having conversations but obviously this was the start of something that they didn't realize was going to last yeah for years to come so very new for them um i think when i was going through it it was it wasn't treated as such a huge thing so i think it was totally different to what you were going through i mean we all we experienced very much similar things but you were experiencing on a larger scale would yeah, you say? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think every, like I said, every year got worse. Mm. There were challenges that weren't just in one aspect of my life. Mm. You know, there were challenges everywhere, which sort of made me um, not only neglect my worth, but also made me doubt myself, mm. doubt everything around me, because I felt like everything was happening for every single other person except me. And there wasn't yeah. one thing to be standing here and say, you know, this is what I should look for. Or I didn't have any of that. I didn't have achievement. Yeah. I didn't have the the motivation Mm. to be like, I'm going to continue on. I didn't. Yeah. And I think we're also like outside of looking in what was making it all worse, which is no fault of his own, but Rohan, Mm. our other brother, Mm. he set the standard really high. Yes. Um, He, I mean, 
academics wise he was really really he is really really intelligent so yeah. from going off that to then robin who yeah really was already going through such you know difficult time in his mental health which affected his education and his academics it was like what the heck am i doing like i can't live up to this standard or i can't do this and i can't do that yeah. so no fault of his own but he Rohan set like this playing field of which Robin was expected to also be a part of, which yeah, he would, yeah, that's couldn't actually, be. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Like, it, a lot of it did start from comparing comparing myself to mm-hmm. my brother, my mm-hmm. sister, my friends, especially my brother, because at the time, year nine, year ten, my brother was, you know, in his end of his high school. Yeah, only two years apart. Yeah, you so and he was Rohan, he, yeah. he was he was at the end of his high school. He was finishing up HSC. Um, and obviously he did extremely well and we were also happy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously all of my friends, people in my class, they all knew about him. He was literally like a celebrity in our class <laughs> because he was on the board, um, for like the highest eight yeah. and all that. So, Absolute nerd. So it, they, I, at times was like, you know, I'm super, super happy for him. And then, you know, there's, there's type of people who, you know, make jokes. Obviously it's just jokes, but yep. they, they say, like, like, yeah, playing like, a comparison yeah game. like how are you related to your brother? Like, yep. Yep. like, and that's all like, like you said, jokes, it's yeah, all yeah. playful humor, yeah, but what you don't know is what Robin's going through behind of closed course, doors. Yeah. So that's just like ammunition for exactly yeah, yeah. why, like just validating exactly why you shouldn't be here on this earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was like, because I think all the voices that were, that was, sort of going against me were my own mm. especially when i heard it when i heard it from the inner critic yeah when i heard it from the inner critic it was so different to actually hear it from my friends or people mm. outside because you think they're the ones that are there stick that are going to stick with you till the end right. and you know obviously they meant it as a joke and but then you feel like they're turning against yeah, you yeah yeah because yep. we're all at different mindsets their yep. mindset was at it being a joke like a yep. you know jokey mindset mine was Every day is a tough day. Mm. And that's the last thing I need for you to say. Right. Especially when you're going through like mental health. I think the one thing you should not be telling anyone going through mental health is, well, other people have it worse than you. Or, Mm. you know, this could be much harder, like suck it up. Or Mm. this could be like just invalidating. Invalidating people is the most unkind thing you can do because you have no idea what someone else is going through sure someone else's battle can be probably such an easy fight for you but that's not the case for everyone right so i think when you are going through which is also why i think it's incredibly important to speak up when you're going through such terrible times like obviously we didn't know any better robin didn't know any better and when you're in going through depression you don't want to be telling erring people you know airing out your not dirty laundry, but like airing out your issues to other people. So you're going to keep quiet, which I think is why it's important to stand up and speak speak up for yourself and say, look, I'm not going, I'm not doing well. Like the last thing I need is for you to tell me that. Um, but anyway, beside the point. So yeah, yeah so especially got, I like that point where everyone's facing different, you know, challenges yeah. and going through different experiences. I think, you know, when people say, you know, this person has it worse than you. Yeah, terrible. I I don't, yeah, I don't even look at it as that. I think there's a set of challenges for everyone, which everyone is going through different experiences because everyone are different people. Everyone, Uh, everyone are different Different lives and they're all going to experience different things. And I think that's why God allows certain challenges to come for each and every single one of us because God knows what we're going to face mm. tomorrow. And that's why God sets us challenges mm-hmm. to prepare us. 
not yeah. because he doesn't think you know there's no need for this child to suffer as much as the other child yeah. no it's because he wants to prepare us and right and the devil and will, will you know change that thought and because yep. obviously the devil's Perverted. a liar yep. he will think god god oh. hates you and god yep. wants to punish you so he's going to give you these set of punishments mm. that's going to hurt you but no this is what god is allowing in your life to help you grow mm. which is something the devil loves to do is to change yep. what's manipulate it yep yep yeah so going back to then ye nine ten like brown mm. was like our other brother was about to graduate um when did it hit rock bottom for you because look okay as a sister yeah this is what i could i don't know if we've ever talked about this also wait i really wanted to tell this story very much side note i wanted to tell this story before we started you guys the enemy was really trying for like this episode not to happen like he so this is my first time obviously having two people like two guests on and it was just my computer was crashing every time i hit record it was crashing you guys and that is how you know the enemy is absolutely shaking quaking and hating life right now um I kept crashing and I prayed over this computer. I prayed over the mics. And then obviously I told Jesus, I was like, God, you need to do your thing because like, I just know you need Robin on here. And also I, okay. So any other day, if this happened, I would have taken it as a sign and be like, nah, God doesn't want me to do have Robin on. But this morning I had known Robin was going to come on this episode. And this morning I had opened up the Bible and you guys, I got to, I think it was Psalm 107, verse 2, and it said, let the redeemed tell their story. So that was this morning's verse during my Bible time. That's what came up. And so then that was already like seal the deal. I knew you were coming on. And then the enemy did this. He was playing with, you know, my computer and trying to mess it up. And God kept reminding me, no, look at the promise I gave you this morning. Let the redeemed tell their story. So anyway sidetracked like i completely no, sidetracked that's, that's a very that's just what i was thinking about. anyway and as we were as robin was like coming down to like as we were about to record i like prayed over this room and prayer walked and i just said you know this needs to happen because there is someone out there that needs to hear the story and needs to feel encouraged blessed or moved and needs to know that god is real you guys and where i was going with this as a sister when you were going through that physicality wise we were talking about this the other day, your weight fluctuated. Yes. It increased incredibly. Yeah. But at the time, like we just thought it was because you were inactive, which it was, yeah. but also yeah. all you did was in, you were always like on your bed yeah. in your room, yeah. like just sleeping or on your bed, like never coming out to, out of your room ever, yeah. unless you had to shower. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, that's what it looked like outside of looking it, in. It was, it really was that, um, so especially when COVID-19 hit, mm. so 2020, oh, 2021, yep. it was just the perfect situation for me to just be lazy with myself, to just mm-hmm. not really take care of myself, not mm-hmm. really be around my family, um, just be in my room and just sort of sulk in myself every single day. Yep. Um, and obviously the weight thing is a, is a massive thing. Uh, if anyone, you know, has this sort of, you know, mindset, you know, where they're not happy with their weight, that was me to a T. Mm. Um, and I was very, uh, there was not one thing I liked about myself, especially right. when it came to weight. And I was yeah. so upset. And and this is not to say like your weight matters or how you mm, look mm. matters, but it was almost as if like Robin was never that person 
And so when he all of a sudden in two years became this person that was unrecognizable, yeah. that's when you know he was sick. Uh, like yeah, you yeah. were sick. Yeah, I that that was especially in year twelve, which was twenty twenty one. I never ever wanted to look in the mirror. I never mm. ever wanted to actually take the time to even look at myself because mm. I saw a monster. Mm. Like when I say this, I genuinely mean I saw wow. pure evil and. When you see evil and all you want to think about is, you know, when all you're thinking about is how much you hate yourself, it just makes it even worse for you to even think you have any chance of um, growing on this earth yeah. and becoming someone that's more than just a person with, you know, weight issues or struggling mm. with depression. I felt like everything was giving me a sign for me to just kill yourself, throw in the yeah, yeah. throw in the towel and, and yeah. just and just say you're not made for this. Done. Yeah. Yep. So I want to fast track a little. So we were looking at photos recently as well, and you could tell Robin was sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. And obviously, hindsight is 2020, but in the moment, because it was happening over a period of time, we didn't realize how bad it was. Um, So, okay, fast track a little bit. HSC time. Um, How was it in that moment? Because obviously, this is like the school places such an emphasis. And if you don't know what HC is, um, it's essentially like these end of year, or no, end of school kind of final exams, final right. exams that kind of prepare you for out of like university or college. Cause yeah. uh, like, this is obviously not all Australian listeners that are listening in. So yeah, it's kind of like the, yeah, the final year exams yeah. that you sit as yeah. a 12th grader, whatever or it is. Or a high school student. High school student. Yeah. Um, and the school places such an emphasis of the, these marks will determine where you are to go in life. Yeah. And so obviously you were already having thoughts about ending your life. Mm, yeah. What was that like in terms of like, did you, did it make like, how, how did you even want to try? Like what was the academic side of it? Like what was your mindset of like, it doesn't even matter how I'm going to do in this. Yeah. Like, I, I think at some point it did um, because the one thing with mental health, if people, you know, haven't gone through, you know, depression, anxiety, etc., is it fluctuates. It's never a, it's never mm. a one-time Stagnant, battle. Stagnant, linear. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, you know, it's not a war. It's a bunch of battles. Yeah. And when it came to year 11, year 12, I think year 11, there was a point in year 11 where I was committed to, to my studies. I mm-hmm. was, you know, putting pen on paper, trying to get my brother to help me in any way possible. And, I was focused probably till um, a time where my mom was in India, um, which was for my dad's mom, uh, who had passed at that time, which was 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, she was stuck in India because of COVID, and COVID in India was terrible. So she couldn't come back till, I think, December. Was that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. December. So till December from, I think, was it June? August? Uh, August. August. Ju- end of July, yeah, August. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have my mom, you know, to... Help, to, to help support. me or, or yeah. support me and she's very good with you know encouragement support. yeah she's yeah. incredible at emotional support yeah so that's why i felt like i was on my own um mm. and then slowly i started to give up commitment to studies can i ask why you felt the need or felt like you couldn't come to me mm. or Rohan, like our brother, or obviously dad is not very good at like yeah, the no, pep da- talk. Dad's like he's a soldier. Like, I mean, he he has gotten better at the pep talks. Oh yeah, definitely. He's a lot but back then he was not very good at the pep talks. Yeah. And so, 
what made you feel like you couldn't come to Rehan and I? Like your siblings? I, I, I think a bit of me, a bit of me was like, I want to do a bit on my own mm-hmm. because I feel like for everything in my life, I've been so dependent on my siblings. Mm. Uh, whether it's studies, whether it's trying to navigate myself through, you know, places or whatever. I've been so heavily dependent on my brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And I felt a bit like weak if right. I had gone to them because once again, I go back to my siblings for help. And, and I felt like I wanted to not, to not co- complain to them and feel like they have to yeah. come and rescue me and save me. Right. I wanted to do it on my own. So okay. that's where it came from. Okay, great point. Rescue you and save you. Where was God during this time, if he was even there? I, I When... I'd lost when we had lost our grandma. Mm. Um, I did pray for a bit, and and just to mention, God is always there. But for you, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I did pray to God at that time where you know we had lost our grandma because it was a very nerve wracking time before mm-hmm. she had passed, and it was a very terrible time because we couldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. we couldn't be there because of COVID. Dad couldn't be there to, to see his own mom. Yeah, yeah. So it was terrible, and you know we were just hoping we could see her one more time. Yeah. And obviously that wasn't the case. I, yeah. And when the last time I saw her was actually at the end of year six, which, wow, which was actually very sad because she's in India. And I remember her last words were, I was crying because I was leaving India. Is this going to make me cry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, it should be all right. But, um, it was, la- it, it was the last day, um, in India and I was very nervous because, in a few weeks, I was going to start high school and I was not in a good mood and I knew we were leaving India and we were getting in the car into the taxi and I just started crying and bawling my eyes out. And then uh, our grandma um, came to me and said, don't, don't worry, like I'm going to see you again soon. Mm. And I never saw in person again since then till oh, I was man. in year 11, which was yep. bro- what broke my heart. And that's what mm. I was praying towards so much was that I could see mm. you one more time. Mm. And then obviously after she had passed, the the the, the fluctuation in my faith mm. dissipated. And so that was a catalyst, would you say? Yes, yeah, Because yep. yeah. honestly, because my my grandma was the only thing that was worth praying for. Yeah, I wasn't worth praying for. Yeah, I saw I wasn't even worth even talking about yep. to anyone. And because our grandma was sick, so yes, yeah, yep. she was sick. She had a cancer, so. Yep. That was the only thing that was worth for me, like worthy for me to even mm. think about praying to mm. God because I felt I'm not even I'm not even in the right mind. I'm mm. dirty. I'm a mess. I look like a monster. I feel like a monster. Mm. I feel like the epitome of evil. Mm. All the thoughts I think about, like I felt like scum of the earth, mm. and that's what I felt like. And there was nothing I could do to change that. But there was one thing that was worthy of praying for, which was my grandma, which is what I felt. Mm. Um, and then obviously once she had left this earth to be with the lord i went back into complete darkness Mm. which is obviously so what was your what was your conversation like if any with god after she had passed like what was that like like did you question if he was real like did you get mad at him what was oh i was i was mad i was mad um at first i was i was a bit i didn't i couldn't believe it i was a bit um like stars is it yeah. starstruck yeah. yeah 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 i was with starstruck because i don't know i i could never I, I can never imagine you know my grandma leaving this earth mm. i don't know why i just couldn't couldn't um actually take it in yeah so when it finally hit me and i realized i wasn't ever going to see her again that's where rage was just right and me. also our grandma 
she had cancer and then she was in remission and then it came back again. So yes. for her to pass away during a time where we couldn't go and see her yeah, was yeah. even more scary and like that obviously made you question God, yeah. I'm sure. And I, think the, I question yeah. God, yeah. and I think the one thing that really took a hold of, of my mind throughout high school years was feeling hopeless. Mm. Um, the one thing I felt was when things started looking good, everything turned against me. Everything just flipped 180. And I felt like it was God trying to punish me, trying to make it feel like, oh, here comes like this gift that I've given you. And, and then he says, actually, I'm not going to give it to you because you're not worthy of it. Go mm. back to where you were. Go back to feeling sad. That's what that's what it felt like. It was like, it's like teasing, it's teasing someone. Yeah, like, yeah. Here, here, like, come get this Teasing present. a dog with bone. Yeah, with, yeah. yeah, teasing, like, if, if it was our dog, I was gonna, if I'm going to give him, like, his food, in the last second, I, I snatched away and I slap him. Yeah. Like, that's I felt, what it felt like? It felt so, yeah, it felt wow. literally just I like that. I actually remember you saying that. I remember, not yeah. at that time, but a bit later on, I remember you saying, yeah. any good thing that came my way, it's gone. It's yes. destroyed and yeah. it's been blown back up in my face. Mm-hmm. And I remember you blaming God for that as well. Yes. I remember you saying, like, I'm not worthy because anything good happens. Like, what's the point like, of me even being hopeful? Because anything good that comes my way, it's going to stay there for like a little while and then it's going to be yeah. destroyed. Yeah, no, that's that was literally my mindset was mm. everything got snatched away from me. And, and especially when it comes to, you know, grandma. Yeah. When she had gotten better, it felt like there was hope. And then obviously she got worse mm. and she passed. And that was just like again and again and again and now this happens and it's just like every single time there is meant to be something to put me down and yeah i felt it to be god and that's why i'm just like you don't deserve my respect you don't deserve my time to, this is to, you feeling towards, towards god, god yes. okay yeah this was yep. this is me you know speaking towards yep. god is you don't deserve my time you don't deserve my respect mm-hmm. you know i'm your child and i'm not perfect but i feel like you know so hurt and disrespected and Mm -hmm. and and i already feel like scum i already Mm. feel like rubbish and now for this to to happen again and again where something good is not happening in my life even though i think it might happen it's just embarrassing because i i put so much to one thing and it falls apart and that's when i realized hope for me hope was not working out i had to in order for me to feel safe in order for me to survive i had to give up hope because Mm. being being hopeful and then losing that hope Mm. again and again and again it broke me down so much i like i did not care about anything on this earth anymore and i didn't trust anyone or anything on this earth anymore because i knew anything could be changed or taken away and from that point onwards that's where i knew i could I felt like I could never trust God again. I could never feel yep. like God's doing something good for me. And that is, happen. yep. And that is the thing when you are battling depression or any sort of mental health issue, having hope is probably the scariest thing you can do because yeah. when it's being robbed of you, you don't trust it. So having yeah. hope is like playing with fire. You're like, well, if I have hope and then it's taken away from me, there's no point in me having hope again because your trust has been destroyed. Yeah. Like you don't have anything to work for when it's been taken away from you. So yeah, you, yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah, the, 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 this just came to me. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a quote that, not a quote, but in, the, in, I don't know if it's the same. What, what is it? Do, do you remember in, in Spider-Man No Way Home? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> in, in Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, it was yes, Zendaya. Zendaya. Oh, what MJ. did she say? She was Hope like, is... Ex, no, expect, expect disappointment and you will never 
wait, is it expect, expect yes. disappointment and you'll we'll never, never be disappointed it, yes. or something like that. Yep, yep, And yep, it's yep. just, that was like my motto yeah. from the gecko yep. was to just expect failure and you can never be, you know, surprised. Yeah. You can never be like, oh, I failed. No, I'd be yep. like, no, nah, I, I knew this, this was going to happen. Yeah. That's how I lived every single day wow. as a broken man who just expected to, to fail again and again and again, who had no motivation, no discipline, who was lost in his faith, who was lost in his family, lost in in his own life and that's where things became worse because when you lose your worth on this world you feel like you have no purpose mm. and then you start questioning why you're on this that earth. is a very scary feeling. and that's where things started going dark yeah for me, where i started questioning myself my my being and why i'm here on this earth and I, okay. and that from this point onwards i stopped living for myself okay and what what was the time frame of this where was this at? this was year 12 which was 2020 so have you hit hit Pivotal darkness. 2021 was where I hit pivotal okay. darkness. Okay. And what was that, year 12? Year 12. Yeah, year 12. So it's a dark time to, to be going dark as well. Yes. Because lots riding on me mm. for me to do well. So. Okay, so what was that first year like graduating high school? Oh, no, post-graduation. Post-graduation. Um, what that... was your mental health and your relationship? So God is out of the picture completely? Yeah. So are you still having conversations with God? Because did you... Okay, scratch mm. everything. Did mm. you believe God was... a real like he was uh, yeah. real okay, okay so he was so so this is yeah, the thing in my in my life i never once didn't believe god wasn't real i 1000 yeah. percent knew god was real it was just i questioned his um goodness his goodness i questioned his his grace his grace and his like truthfulness yeah. if he was actually what he says he was in the yeah. bible and this is the thing so does the enemy yeah the enemy believes god is real devil believes god is real that is not the thing with the devil the devil obviously hates god because yeah. he is good because he is truthful because he is gracious yeah so okay so you believed god was real so were you having then any conversations with him like hateful conversations were you angry at him were you doing things to piss him off like what was that relationship because i have a very vague uh memory of us having a conversation was it my dream huh <laughs> oh i had a dream but anyway you know, well i had a, i have a so. very vague memory of us having a conversation where you told god you were doing this because you wanted to make him angry or upset was there a Oh, okay. Uh, let me just not talk. What was... Because <laughs> <what was laughs> Robin is looking no, at me probably, real confused. No, you're probably right. You're yeah. probably right. So what was your relationship then like? If I mean, obviously there wasn't one, but like what was that like? Yeah. Where, where was I at? Um, so I think the one thing that I, I knew that was truth for me was I came from God, right? So if I came from God, um, my my way of thinking was let me hurt everything that God gave me or that God has essentially, you know, done for me. Mm. And that's myself. So I, I saw that, you know, I'm a child of God, right? So let me let me sort of start speaking bad over myself. And, mm. and it's very, it's a very weird th- way of thinking, but it was very tactically aggressive. Yep. I'm like, let me speak so much bad over myself yeah. that I anger God because I'm his creation, right? Mm. He created me for something. Let me wow. anger him more. Ooh, that's what. That's that's, that's when. I'm, that's how dark I was. Yeah. Like I was. Um, and and speaking horrible things over yourself works, right? Yes. Yep. Yes, it yep. does. It does. And, um, th- yeah, that was like a daily routine was to say bad stuff about myself. What would you say if you want to share anything? Uh, like one example of one thing. Only if you want to share. It's just constant comments. Like I, yeah. uh, 
I would just okay. I'll give like it, yeah. I would just say like uh, you you know you're actually like dumb and you're actually you know not smart enough to be even be you know trying to yeah. attempt you know get it getting into you know X Y Z yep. whatever course University, I wanted to get yeah, yeah. Yep. all that and I, and I just whenever I thought I could do something that's where I would I would make fun of myself. So mm. for example, if I thought I wanted to start losing weight, I'd make fun of myself and be like, "You seriously think you can do this? Because you've tried this so many times." you go back to your weight and then you you go you actually become worse in mm. terms of your weight and you really think you can put up a fight this time and think you know i'm going to be focused i'm going to be disciplined yeah, you're not wow. disciplined you're not focused you're a failure and remember yeah. that okay. that's what it was so oh that is intense okay yeah. so fast forward to then around that time so yeah like you said you're going through a dark place yeah. what did those couple years look like post graduation from high school and what did your yeah godly relationship yeah. um i had a so i think there's one important thing for me mm. was in i think it was like the end of year 11 actually was just before year 12 i had a dream um which i told you you probably don't remember no i don't um this so is what you were referring to earlier yes this was okay, the dream so, I can't remember. so essentially i had a like a, a dream where i we all died and you know we were all getting judged um it was judgment day and i was standing in front of god but i felt like yes i remember this dream yeah okay wait this hold that thought i, I know i'm interrupting robin so many times <laughs> and you're probably if you're listening to this you're probably so yeah, it's your podcast me. you can do but, whatever you want but also no but also i'm only interrupting him because i know there are good points to be made and i don't want to miss out on those bring it up during that time robin and i would have conversations about your mental health yeah so we'd start i'd start talking to you yeah so robin would slowly start to share about what he's going through and as a therapist (laughs) sister and as a sister i would try and put my two cents in but always robin had an answer to to um what's the word to diminish what i was trying to get like yeah, every yeah, time yeah. i encouraged him he would give me another yeah, answer yeah. back to cancel that encouragement exactly. yeah, out yeah. so i could never win or i could never actually get through to him because yeah. he always had an answer ready to knock me down yeah, with i was like negating your answer every quickly. single time yeah. and this was the, the like i can remember vividly when you even told me this dream it was at night yes in the car because yeah. we we used to have these chats in the car like yes. when we would get out of the house and be like let's go for a w- walk or let's just sit talk somewhere. and yep. sit and um we would sit in the car and talk because obviously there's no one there and we can talk whatever we want to talk about yep. and so yeah continue i remember you telling me about this dream and yep. to let the listeners know what this dream was okay so the, i just had like so i had this dream where i was standing in front of god obviously for me i just obviously everyone thinks god is light like as in it was just a bright light so that's what i felt i was standing in front of and i just felt in my heart we're all getting judged Mm -hmm. and it was my turn to step up to the plate i'm gonna get chills and throw up at the same time (laughs) (laughs) and what i felt was i wasn't in the state of being where i was right at that point i wasn't angry and i wasn't swearing at god i wasn't like this i was asking god for forgiveness for for mercy one more time and i remember i felt like in that moment in my dream i felt like i was not that same time like it was in my that life. same period of time yes yeah, i yeah. felt like a different version like, of robin okay i felt like 
the boy who someone knew God before yeah, I'd right. gone dark. Yeah. And and that gone was dark. so yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Gone dark, yeah. Um and that was so scary because it was like the young Robin had to pull his weight to save me and mm. ask God for forgiveness for for me because the young Robin knew where I was going. Yeah. And he was like begging for me oh, to, no, this to, is gonna make me cry. to forgive to forgive me. Okay. It was like young Robin speaking for old Robin, but I was in the one person. It's such yeah. a weird thing. Like, yep, yep. I can't explain the dream, but it was so weird. And I felt like a younger version. But anyway, I I felt like I was standing in front of God. And when I was saying, please, like, you, like, please, like, I've gone through so much. Like, you know that I've gone through so much. Please just, you know what I'm feeling. And all I, all I remember was just the light shutting off. And I just knew from then. I am never going to ever see God again. Like that was mm, God turning his back and saying, I don't know who you are. Get away from me. Scary. And that, that really shook me. Yeah. And I remember you coming to me at that time and telling me, interpreting that dream and telling me there's no point in me returning yeah, back to God. That was like my future. Right. Yeah. You said, um, God's already like, I'm already doomed for hell. Like I'm yes, already doomed. Yes. I'm already kicked out of heaven. So yeah. what's the point? Like God showed me this in my dream. Like what's yeah. the point of me? going back to him and i remember telling you so vividly i remember saying no robin this is what could look like mm. if you give up completely mm. but you still have a chance as long as you're on this earth earth jesus died to save you and you still have a chance as long as yeah. you're breathing there you're never and this is another thing nobody is ever too far gone or too far in their sin to be redeemed yeah and when you told me that dream you said this is it I'm done for. Yeah. But I said, I interpreted that completely different. And I said, no, this is what can happen mm. when you die. And when you die today, right now, this is what will happen. Yeah. But you still have a chance as long as you're living, breathing on this earth, you still have a chance for that not to be your final yeah. destination. And it's almost like God showing you this is like what can happen. Yeah. Of I course. Like yeah. It was like him just painting a yeah. picture. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. an alternate universe yes. showing you what could yeah. it yeah. be. And the interesting is, the interesting thing is I was scared when I had that had thought, that dream, had, had yeah. that dream. And then once I processed it, I went back to my old ways and being thinking like, that's just, that's just God being God. Because what I felt especially was at the time was God loves to play, you know, tricks with us. And he likes to, you know, make us do certain things and, and mm. go through certain pains for his amusement. Like I would go through, especially through year 12, where I became a lot more hateful to God. Yeah. I would say, you know, things like God made us all just for his own fun. Mm. Like he didn't, he didn't make us all for the wow. sake of, you know, for That's, us to have our own yeah, lives and our really own choices. Sad. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was mainly just to do what, like, whatever to, he wanted, like yeah, a puppet. Yeah. It like was like to, like to toy yeah. around with us yeah. and, and have fun with hurting us, have fun wow. with to play with our feelings, to make us feel good one day and then bad the next few days. And yep. I just felt so angry against God. And I felt so, I felt so rebellious against God. I, at, in that year 12 moment, I started, that was when I started feeling like an actual, like I started feeling like the devil. Like yeah. I felt like the, I don't know if I told you this, but I started feeling like the devil. Like I wow. felt like I was the embodiment of hate. Oh, that is scary. I was the embodiment of hate. That's and scary. I mean, I could see that, mm. but you saying that out loud is, yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah. And, and, and Terrifying. yeah, I was just so, all my thoughts were so hateful to God and I was just filled with 
darkness and I was so lost and that's where I'm like I'm already gone I felt far gone I felt like even if I tried to fix my life up it wasn't going to turn out well for me and I would basically feel like let me just embrace being evil the darkness. yeah let yep. me embrace being the devil I sort of oh my god it's scary like because I sort of square. was thinking like I was the devil I was sort of thinking like I know that I know what God hates God hates when we you know obviously disobey him and we go against him knowingly especially you know as someone who's lived a Christian life that's a very dangerous path to go down because mm. we've given the we've given the blueprint to live the life God intended us to live yeah. and and if we still go away from God it's like really obviously hurtful towards God mm-hmm. and that's what I wanted to do I wanted to hurt God mm. I wanted to make him feel like you made me lose hope for the past four or five years let mm. me let me try and make you hurt in any way yep. possible yeah yeah and do we want to fast forward to that time yeah. November-ish or is there anything in between um no I think well, that we're was... not I don't want to talk about the, that time because yeah. I think that's a very personal yes, thing yes. but um there was so November was this last year no the year before last year mm, it was last, last year yeah. wow okay so fast forward to November last year this was when I saw the darkness in Robin so mm. I, like as you're saying like you already embodied the darkness um also before we jump into that what was it like living at home because that was that was like mm. as a, in a family yeah in a family that in was a christian family christian family because that was the time where i began my relationship with god so obviously i was like praying over you praying for things yeah. to get better yeah. obviously our brother was and we had our parents so living in a home where there was jesus um but there was such a huge like spot in one mm. part of the house where darkness yeah. was just living yeah. and thriving what was that like like in yeah. the home well i think first when i first got into you know feeling dark or feeling empty i was i i had my thoughts mm. on god mm. i never voiced it in front of my parents yeah i never voiced it in front of even my well, siblings the thing at is, the time my m- our mom would have conversations often with Robin mm. about his mental health and conversations of God would sometimes creep in. And I hated it because it was so like, I had like, obviously as a like Jesus lover, I hated anyone questioning God's goodness. I could not stand right. I yeah. could not stand around any sort of debate. And I yeah. remember every time you and mom would have a conversation, yeah. I would pl- I would just say, please wrap it up. Like, please, like there's no yeah, point in having yeah. this conversation because you would always question mom. Of You'd always course. question God. And it's great to have questions. It's important to question because you need to know what you're standing up for. There's no point in just standing up for it. And yeah. so my mom would be that person to give the answers to Robin and I would hate the debate that would go back and forth. Yeah. I think it's, it's really important to to question what you know what you want to learn or what you're interested in learning about but i think it's really important to um be you know positively intentional with your questions, questions totally uh, and also we're human wasn't. beings yes right so we shouldn't yeah. be we shouldn't have answers to xyz right yeah. we, we can only god has only revealed certain things to us and that is the only things we have answers to of course so continue yeah yep. so at the, at the time earlier in my you know dark phase I definitely, I wasn't too keen on talking in front mm-hmm. of mom because my mom is very, um, she's very verbal with her faith. Yeah. And I think it came to a certain point where I did hit that, you know, peak in my, in my 
dark time yep. where I became really felt really evil. Yeah. That's when I started speaking out to my mom, and that's when I started telling my mom and debating with my mom. You know, this is this is why God does these things, and this is why God does this and that, and and obviously I being growing up in a Christian family, I knew I knew a bit about the Bible. Mm-hmm. I know a fair bit about the Bible. So I started doing sort of what actually the devil does, which is interpret what has been said as truth and then take it out of context and make mm-hmm. it hateful and make it, you know, seem what it's not. And that's exactly... My point was to never question my mom. My point was to prove to her or to show her why I'm against God and mm-hmm. why I wanted to, you know... I guess rebel against God. Wow. Yeah. I spoke about it on a recent episode about what everything, all the gifts that God gives us, including the Bible in this instance, the enemy perverts it and uses mm, it as, yeah. uh, I guess, not sabotage, but like just perverts it and then attacks it back. Right. So yeah. every good gift on this earth has been perverted by the devil. So in this 100%. case, the Bible and God's truth. Yeah. Yep being used and perverted yeah so that so at that time for me my goal was to to show my mom you know what i've become as well because mm-hmm. i was i'm so I was, sorry by the way if you can hear my dog yeah like walking yeah, around it's, it's he like is, nails are tapping oh my goodness please sit down dog he's in the pantry you're in the no he he's in the pantry because he wants to get cardboard box out of there oh. is he sitting down what's he doing he's walking out Oh my goodness! He's just—he's just having like a walk around the house. Yeah, like why now? Yeah. Roscoe, can you sit here, please? Come here. He looks so confused. Sit. Okay, let's not engage because he's yeah. gonna start crying for us. Um. Okay, sorry, I cut you off there again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's alright. Um. Yeah. So going back to how I my goal was to convince my mom, you know, yeah. what was the what was right and what was wrong, and to prove a point. And I knew that for me, if I could sort of sort of st- like stop her in her tracks and what she's saying that would sort of bring like a bit of a shock wave mm. to everyone else in the family because my mom was she is very spiritual towards you know the lord she's yep. very yep. you know into her bible so yep. if into i could I, if i could if i could stop her if i could sort of make all these questions and all mm. these things and and really just state things that weren't true and make it the truth i would have not only stopped her but i would have made god as well angry to make someone that he, that he loves so much question yep. god yeah that's an absolute win for the devil and an absolute you know loss for god yep so all of this then happened during that period and then fast forward to november which is when i saw pure evil mm. and darkness mm. there was an instance where i think it was like your tipping point right yes yes absolute breaking point and that was the moment where i was like robin you have to give god another chance and like my dad was like you know begging robin like you have to be able to do this like you have to push through like god is so good and you know dad was talking about saul and how saul came to know god and how saul was you know he killed christians but he was never too far gone for god like and so you were really trying to tell Robin, like, give God another chance, give us another chance, because that was like Robin's tipping point. Yeah. And when I was talking to Robin, I saw absolutely nothing. And yeah. it's scary to say it, but I remember looking, ugh, I have a fur in my mouth. I remember looking at him in the eye and 
seeing pure darkness you guys there was not one bit of light i cannot make this up i was scared i was holding robin's hand like holding onto his forearm and i was telling robin like you have to give this another chance and i remember feeling scared to even touch him and scared to be around him i was like fearful and i was just praying over him but like it was this weird thing where i just saw no light and yeah anyway so that night wrapped up and i don't know what happened that night for you but Mm. you know we came home and so we had gone out and we came home um and i remember our whole family just praying and praying over you um individually and obviously i i asked you to sleep in my room that night because i was so scared and we brought your mattress off your bed (laughs) and pulled it i was adamant robin slept in my room and I can't I think we did that. We brought well, a whole mattress. That mattress was heavy as also well. Also, because I was just, like, I was terrified. Like, what did I just see? Like, yeah. my brother, my baby brother that I cared for. Yeah. Like, dark, like, evil. Absolutely evil. And probably to a regular person, you probably won't see that. But when you have Jesus in you, mm. you can see, yes. distinguish good and evil. Yeah. And I could just see pure evil in you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was adamant that you slept in my room that day. And I remember when you went into the shower, was it that night? No, it, was, it must have been the next day though. Oh, I, wait, no. Yeah, I do remember yeah. this. Yeah, you went in my room and prayed? Yes, I prayer walked in Robin's room. So I believe prayer walking is such a powerful thing. I've, I, I think I talked about it in my very last episode actually. Um, and that day I went into my brother's room and I prayer walked into his room. I Because that was the room that... I guess collated so much evil. This is a different house as well, but wherever Robin was, was darkness. Mm -hmm. So his room now became this dark secret dungeon, not secret, but like this dark dungeon, (laughs) secret dungeon, (laughs) this dark dungeon where so much evil was just roaming. And like, I was kind of nervous going into your room, not going to lie, because obviously this, once you've entered the dark world you're allowing any form of spirit evil spirit to be there and it's not like i haven't been in your room (laughs) since we moved houses but it was almost like i was going there to fight Mm. for you and the enemy obviously does not like that so anyway put my spiritual armor on and i was praying in your room as you were taking a shower like prayer walked in your room and just really fought off any attacks of the evil one and i think that was the start for like that was consciously my my story with you. Like I always prayed for you, but that was that night. I consciously was like ready to go yeah. to war for you. And by war, I mean spiritual war. Yeah. I was ready to face the devil. I was ready to look him in the eye and fight for you because I was not about... And I think this is the other thing. I always knew you were going to be saved at one point. I yeah. always yeah. knew that. And I think that was the peace that I needed from the get-go. And I think... I was always so confident in that because God always promised that for me. And I think the fact that I always knew that was, you know, what I needed, the confirmation I needed, but I just mm. never knew how long it would be. Yeah. So although it's been a year later, I probably thought it might take another 10, 15, 20 years probably yeah. for you to find God again. Yeah. And I think that was the scary part. It was the uncertainty of not knowing when, um, Anyway, fast forward, prayer walked in your room and that was when I consciously started praying over you and everything, you know, that was happening in your life. Um, Always prayed for you, but it was just a different sort of thing because that's when I saw evil in you, myself, and that was when I was scared. Yeah, and that night was a scary night for all of us. Yeah, it was a very scary night. So anyway, fast forward to 
little bit after that, anything pivotal happened between you, God, your mental um, health? What was kind of going I think on there? A few days, well, not a few days. I think actually the day after, um, my mum had, mom and I, we were all good after that, um, yep, that day. Yep. And after, after that day, I think that day was actually, that day was, I think that was a dad's birthday. It was the day after. Oh, the day, the day after. Was yeah, it was the day after. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, no, so it was the, what happened was the day before. Yes. Dad's yeah, birthday. Yeah. yeah. And I think when I, when I look back at it in hindsight, when I was calm, I was in a more, um, I was in a more aware mindset. Mm. I was actually able to look back on what just happened. I wasn't angry. I wasn't uh, emotional. I was you genuinely to trying reflect. to reflect. Yeah. I was genuinely trying to reflect and analyze what just happened. Yeah. And what I felt like was at two about year 11, year 11, I'd say, um, I, I stopped living for myself. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I sort of wanted to be alive was for my family because mm-hmm. Me, obviously, ending yeah. my own life doesn't... Obviously, my judgment day is mm-hmm. going to be, you know, not a good one. But me ending my life, it's it, I, I'm done with the pain on, on, on this earth and feeling hopeless and yeah. feeling like a waste of space and feeling like no one looked at me like I was worthy and I felt like trash every single time. I felt like a lot of the things, a lot of private, you know, situations and scenarios that happened in my life that were really dark mm. um, could finally be over because I knew I was only in year 11 I was only what 16 at the time wow if I if I was going through like you know a lot of dark situations private situations um, and different scenarios where mm. I just was like so angry and so mm. hateful mm. towards God how am I going to be at you know an adult an adult even forget about like 30 or 40 what about 20 mm. how am i going to be and in I that time i think that's the thing when you are going through such se- severe mental health issues is you can't look at the future yeah. like you can't imagine yeah. what life would be like 2 days from now 3 days from now yeah. like is it just going to get worse is it going to be there going to be a point where i just actually attempt to kill yeah. myself like what is this going to look like and actually going back to that night i remember you so you were so vocal about hating god that night and that was the first time i heard it from your lips yeah i always knew you didn't have a relationship with god but it was like hearing it like broke my heart into a million pieces and just hearing the hatred you had for god and just how like you didn't want to live anymore you wanted to kill yourself and i remember begging you just saying please at least live for us and you Mm. said to me do you remember what you said to me you said um you said no i've already tried yeah, that i've already yeah. lived for you guys that's like, where i was gonna get yeah, to so yeah continue. so essentially from that you know end of year 11 to year 12 stage i realized okay i'm not worth living for mm-hmm. like i already accepted yeah. fate and i it was like a really really sad thing to say but yeah. i'd really really just like was like yeah there's yeah. no fight for my life anymore yeah. there's nothing that's gonna happen good mm. once my parents you know they become older and they obviously reach their stage of end of life my brother and sister you know move through their stages of life get married have their own kids etc that's where i can be on my own that's where i can finally end my life life. and that time i was like at least let me live for my family that was my only only cause was to live for my family Mm. and if you were in my house and if you were you know my sister or my brother you would think he's not living for us because I was just being just 
I was being yeah, very rude course, and dark. And, and I think when you're going through mental health, you're, you're like already hating everything around course, you. So yes. you're not, you're not projecting love on anyone. Yes, yes. Right. So although you're saying you were living for us, it, we didn't feel like that, obviously. Mm, yeah. And um, I think that's what you're getting at as well, that yeah. you, you weren't outwardly showing that you were living for us. Yeah. You were just trying to pass time in a way. So, yeah, so we're going back to that yeah. that night, yeah. you know, fast forward to that night. Yeah, That's, and you share how much you want to, I'm only just... Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, obviously, to that night, um, the day after that mm. night, that when I, that's where I was at. I had a I had a thought realizing, like, you've come to the stage where your life was already so dark, where you, you, knew, you, were, you, you knew your life isn't worth living for, but you've come to the stage where you now are going through so much pain mm. you don't even want to stick around for your family yeah and i and i wasn't That's... reckless with my with you know attempting the, yeah, 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 yeah yeah like i wasn't like trying to you know say i'm gonna kill myself i'm gonna kill myself like it wasn't like that because i was just pushing for the sake of my family because mm-hmm. i wasn't I, for someone who's who was going through a lot of emotions and going through a lot of you know situations in my yeah. life I was still pragmatic. Like, I was still thinking, like, how would my, my parents be? How would my brother oh, and sister wow. be? Oh, wow. Okay, so you were actually yes. logically... Yeah. Okay, yep. So, that, that's why... That's somewhat what kept me that sane. Yeah. Like, till yeah. that night, the next day, I realized I have lost my sanity. Right. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't even willing to live for my, yep. my family. My parents who have done so much for me. My siblings who have done so much for me. I wasn't even willing to live for them. And that's yeah. how I knew this was the devil's plan mm. to... Like he's he was really. But did you? I didn't realize, realize it at yep, that night. Yep, no, okay, no, no, no. Yep. I realized I wasn't living for myself anymore. Yep. I wasn't living for my family either. Yeah. So that's when I'm like, okay, yeah. So now I know, like, I I would kill myself and not not feel you know sad about my family, mm. which was what I realized. Yeah, I didn't right. realize at the time that was the devil's plan. Right. But I realized that I've lost. Now. I've lost yep. worth for my family now. Yeah. Wow. Which is obviously very sad because they've done so much for me and yeah no so then from that point point a to i feel like when you started to question god again like when did you start to so from that moment onwards till when you started to give this another chance what was that period like and then we'll talk about when you actually gave it a chance i'd say i didn't give it a chance until you know my chance which was actually the chance that I took of this year. Yes. Yeah. So, but did anything happen in between? What was your mental health like? Did you have a uh, plan that you wanted to kill it? Like, what was? I, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think that phase of being wanting to hurt God was done because I was so sad. Mm. I was just like, I don't have any emotion for me to fight or yeah. be angry. I'm oh, just and done. I could see that on that night. I could yeah. see it. There was no emotion, no human, yeah. like. Any sort I had of no fight, feeling. no fight in me. Yeah, and especially, especially as a you know, as a person who's a, a, a guy who's played sports, a guy who's been around friends who okay. are very competitive, and and no, nah, my my friends are very competitive. So to yep. be around yep. them and to and be around keep that, fighting, yeah, yep, that yep, yep. mentality of let's keep going again, yep, let's yep. keep going again. Not having that, I the fact that I lost that lost was like it. I can't even survive in oh, this world. That is a scary. Like, I felt weak, and I felt mm. no one would even put respect to my name mm. you know okay so shall we fast forward then yeah is there anything you want to say before um i'm trying to think what did what was it like then okay actually i will i will share a little bit so in yeah. a little bit of that time a lot of 
um, I guess, attacks on my my faith because I could see Robin deteriorating and I couldn't see God work yeah. is what I thought, obviously. And I was like, God, you promised me, like I have this promise written in my heart that you will save him. But like, he's just getting worse and worse. And it was almost, I wasn't, I was never giving up on God, but it was like, why and when? Like I was kind of, I was tired. Yeah. I, I was actually, I want to actually hear like, because obviously I was going through my dark phase, mm. but you were trying to keep me afloat yep. with your prayers and yep. family praying. Mm-hmm. How how was the, I guess, the mentality from start to finish? Was I it think, tiring? Oh, this is what I wanted to say. I resented you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, when your sibling is going through it, you have a level of empathy for yes. sure. Yes, But... I think when it got to the point where that November time, mm. I, and I don't want to speak on Rohan's, like yes, I won't speak on Rohan's thing, even though I kind of know, I'm not going to speak on him and that's his story to share. But for me, I was angry at you and resented you for putting our parents through that. Yeah, yeah. And that is a very valid feeling and emotion yes, and 100%. thought because I, I kept fighting for you and you kept pushing me away yes, and yes. you didn't just push me and Rohan away. You pushed our parents away yes. who were like so loving towards you. And this is the thing with yeah. when you're in mental health, you're going through mental health issues is that you push everyone you love away, no matter how hard they try to love on you. You yeah. just don't want that love. You don't want to accept it. You don't feel deserving of it. And so I remember just feeling angry at you, but then God, Jesus saying to me, you he's never gonna know who i am if you're gonna be angry at him yeah so it was like i had to show as much as i resented you my goodness i was so (laughs) angry sometimes the way you would talk to us and tell us things um jesus kept saying he's never gonna know my love then if you're just gonna be angry at him like how is he ever gonna find me if he can't find it 100 in his own family and so although i was angry i had to fake loving you yeah, right yeah. i had to not fake loving you because obviously there was a you level had to put of, up with me i had to put up with yeah. you but also i had to sh- i had to pull out jesus's love within me and yeah and um and that's i reckon you. that was the only way everyone was living around right. me was because of jesus like jesus. Yeah. Uh, you oh, all would have been fed up have with our faith oh my goodness yeah. if we didn't have our cornerstone which is jesus um yeah, yeah i think we would have been a very different this would have been a very different outcome yeah, yeah. um but Jesus just kept pouring his love for you within each of us, which helped us pour into you as well. Um, So obviously it was by no means easy. It was so difficult, but I think that's what helped you stay afloat. Like you said. Yeah. Okay. So let's fast forward then Mm. to my favorite part of the story um, to the, to the, okay. And even I don't really know this story because I didn't want to ask you too much when it first happened because I know you were still figuring things out. Yes, but yes. when did this... So you obviously gave God another chance, which is yes. why we're here today, yeah. to tell the testimony, tell the tale. But when did that happen? So what was okay. so, a couple days before and then right. what happened after? So I think there's there's a lot of elements to you know coming back to God. Mm. Um, That's a good... good disclaimer yeah there's all there's different steps to it and yeah. you know there's different stages of where it's you are not, with god um linear and immediate of course like you yeah. just feel this 100 percent, 100 percent. like there was so there was a stage where 
I was, I think, around early 2022, mm. where... Um, early 2022? Uh, no. Before November incident? No, no, no. 20, wait, 2020. 20, 2023. 2023. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 2023, right? Yes, 2023. So, early 2023. Um, this year, yep. This year, um, I'd, gotten, I'd gotten a job, and... This was the first thing that I've really done um, in a while because I was very, um, I was depressed. very, I, I was obviously depressed, Gone. but I yeah. was not disciplined. I wasn't taking care of myself yep. physically, mentally, spiritually. I had nothing to live for, nothing mm. to fight for. So I I got this, this job and um, it was fairly far away. It was about an hour drive away. And um, I don't and this wake is your up. second job, by the way. Second job, yes, yep, second yep. job. So the first one, first, first one actually. Yeah. So the first one is a good example of yep. you saying God teased this in your face 100%. and took it away. Yeah. Because it. That's continued. yeah, yeah. That's very, very true. Um, that job I had, so that job I had gotten in about that had gotten twenty twenty two. Yes. Yeah. Twenty twenty two, um, and that job I had sort of had my eyes on because, um, I I think before, um before I finished high school, I was, I wanted to look into a job where I could see myself like sort of work in that department mm-hmm. or have some sort of interest in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was interested in phones and I was interested in phone brands. So um, luckily my dad works in one of the you know telecommunications okay. yep. um, company and he helped me get a job um, as a sales associate. So um from then on and that was a that was a job that i was very very passionate passionate about about. i was very i was not um sure about how it would be because that was my first job yep but also you were excited i was excited this was something new that has happened yes and a breakthrough almost yeah or what you thought was a breakthrough yes yes so do um, you want to fast forward what happened because i want to get to the good part okay yeah yeah so just quickly that, Recap, that didn't, because it's, I'm only really saying this because it's actually that, really nothing important between until the very end. It was, no, the, oh, actually, okay, sorry. actually, <laughs> no, 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 so in that, in, in that, in that <laughs> moment, Continue. shush, let me speak. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I'm, I'm not anyway. Um, so in that end of when I was finishing up my job, I was going through a lot of breakdowns in my job, um, in and out, not because of. I guess my my abilities. Yeah, not because of my employees. Not because of not because of the employees around me. What do you say? No, no, sorry. I'm just putting words in your mouth because I wanted the story to hurry up. Yeah. You you don't even know the story, do you? (laughs) I don't don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm getting deja vu. What right now? Yeah, we've done this before. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let me just quickly say this, but um, my team around me were really good. But even though my team around me were really good every single day I would dread going into work because I don't know I just felt very not disciplined uh, I felt very lazy and I started realizing this wasn't this wasn't what I was actually wanting to do mm. and I was just doing it for the sake of it and then that's when I started going in my lunch break started breaking down crying and realizing like just feeling useless I felt like I was trying my absolute best regardless mm. of how lazy i felt I, I felt like i was trying and nothing was working my way yeah. nothing was actually happening for me and obviously because it's a sales job it's very numbers based and i just felt like i'm doing so much i like from, i'm trying my absolute best and i felt so useless to my team and i think that's the 
that's what we're getting to is the fact that you felt like God gave you this incredible job that you were so passionate about exactly. and then he took it away Yeah, because you, you weren't able to... Well, he didn't take it away. I quit. No, he didn't take yeah, it away. I Sorry. Because I was, Robin quit because yes. he wasn't able to... Yes. Well, he, well, that was his plan to take it away, but well, you made okay, it seem like okay, I got fired. I've okay, never, okay, I've never okay, been fired. I'm not okay. like that. Okay, that's crazy. You can okay. never fire me. Not joking. Fast forward to um, this other job that you got. So you were saying at the start of the year you got this other job. Yes, right. So this job was a lot more physical. Um, this was a lot physically more physically demanding. Physically demanding. It was a lot more that I had to do. I had to laborious. <laughs> lab- let me get to it. So it was. Firstly, it's a drive. It's quite a long drive. Yes. So I said that. But anyway, it was quite early as well. Like I'd have to wake up around 5, 5.30. So there was a lot of commitment put to it. It's um, like my sister was so passionately saying, it is a, it is a very um, hefty job to do. Um, yeah. It was a lot of labor involved. So doing that, it felt like I had no... It was nothing really to do with my mind. It was just get it done. Yep. And that was every single day was just... Just get up and get it done. Get up and get it done. Get up and get it done. And and there was a point where I started questioning myself. I'm like, why now do you want to get up and get it done? Why why is it now you feel like the need to do it? Was it you need money? Was it you need I don't know an opportunity? It's easy. It's easy. Like and what was yeah. To be all to be completely honest, I did not get the answer straight away, and I didn't think it was any of do you those. Have the answer? I do Ooh, have the answer. Okay. I do Let's have the go. answer. Let's go, God. Okay, relax. Okay, sorry. Anyway, I'm getting really excited. Um, so that at that time, I didn't know why, you know, that specific job and why I was so, I guess, focused on that job, um, because it was such a hard job to do and be committed to. Um, but anyway, I wasn't sure why I was doing it, so I just kept doing it. I kept feeling disciplined. I kept waking up, getting it, getting it done, and I felt like. This this was something that I was missing in a long, long time. Mm. And to feel finally, to have control over one thing in my life, that's what I felt it, its purpose was in my life. To finally give me some sort of control and passion towards. Right. I never had any control over anything in my life. And this was the first thing where God said, you want to have control of your life? Take control. I'm going to give you this opportunity see how you go i see if you really want control over it and is that what you thought at the time that was god that, doing it for you I, I no at the time straight away i didn't okay at the time i felt like it was just random okay so fast forward to then when you started feeling like this right so when i started feeling closer to yep. god and i started realizing how things were slowly falling into place because it felt like a puzzle at the time mm. it felt like oh All this, these pieces were given yeah to th- this this was this was a random opportunity yeah. this is okay like i wasn't crazy about it and i remember like thanking god when you got that job i was like oh thank you this is like what he needs right now and but for you it didn't make any sense yeah Yeah. it it didn't make any sense for me um but slowly there was also another opportunity where i don't know how like this was what i think probably a very big miracle but i wasn't going to church Mm. at the time no and actually do you want to speak on that when was the last time you went to church before you actually started going to church like what um, was how many years in between had you not gone see the thing is no i think i, I think i'd gone in maybe like 10 oh, months during the, because i'd gone in like yeah. once because of covid oh uh, so i think okay but like consistently consistently uh, i think you 20 been 20 like three four years so it was 20 i think when covid started 2020 so before covid started 
2019. Yes, okay, 2019. Okay, so consistently you had dropped the ball on the church yes, yeah. going situation. Yeah, obviously there was a time where we couldn't go to church. Yep, and then yep. when we could, I stopped. Um, yep. But anyway, yeah, I... It was, this is when you started questioning whether about going to church. Yeah, I started questioning about church and, yeah. and I, I felt like, okay, now if I just go, I'm just going for the sake of my parents. And, yeah. And obviously, it, it doesn't matter if I'm going or not because I don't really, I'm not Bel- praying to God. I'm not care. believing. Yeah, I don't care you about hate God. this man at this point. Exactly. Yep. So it doesn't really matter, but why mm. am I wasting my time? Mm. All right. So that's what my mind was at. And I was very stubborn about it. Mm. And uh, it became a habit for me. I never I never felt like going to church after that. I never felt like wanting to give God a chance. Mm. I was very stubborn. I was very, um, I guess, it was. It felt like it was solidified for me to just never go to church ever right. again. Right. And that's why this is where I can't explain it, but just say it's only from God. Um, it came to a certain point where my mom had begged me a few times to come to church. And, Classic mom. Love my mom. And she, obviously she failed. I, she uh, miserably. Yeah. I mean, I think we all wanted you to come to church, oh, but we yes, got to a point where we knew not to ask you because the answer was always going to yeah, be no. But, but, but yeah, my, mom my mom was persistent. Was, yeah, she, she Good on her. What a woman of God. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think her way of asking was a bit sketchy. Yeah, yeah. But that's I right. I bribed you, bribed you, and condemned you. She, she, she had good intentions. She had good intentions. No, Aww. but she had good intentions. But whenever she Miss asked, whenever, whenever she asked, she's alive and well, by the way. She's just not in the house. Yeah, you made it sound like she was dead. She's not dead. She's not she dead. She is just in another country. Continue. Yeah, anyway, um, so she failed many times of asking me, and it came to a certain point where I think it was Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it was Easter. It was Easter, oh, the and week, the week of Easter. The week of Easter, yes. yes. And my mom, uh, there, there was. So what, we, yeah. So our church holds like every day yes. of the week of Easter. We hold like prayers, like leading yeah. up to Good Friday. Yeah, Jesus. Um. So, so it's so like yeah, that. each day we pray and do these significant prayers, and every day or every night our church holds masses in the evenings for us to do these prayers. So it was yes. one of those days. Mm-hmm. Continue. It was it was um, one of the so they have it in at night yeah, and the night because obviously yeah so obviously it was the week of Easter um, every single day was everything what I just said Robin <laughs> let me let me explain it let me explain it anyway every single day was a, was a prayer um, yep. and I came I think on a it was either Tuesday or Wednesday but yeah, I but came how what happened that's okay so that was very interesting so my mom she she sort of coerced me into coming <laughs> because we were I, think, I think she she wanted to go and i think my dad was still in office everyone else wasn't yeah, busy office, and yeah. and she she wanted to go but she couldn't because she's her her body is like not capable of yeah. like dri- driving like she's quite no, she's fully capable but she's just not able to yeah like, like she's her, quite now and now she is yeah but yeah she wasn't in the best condition but yeah, anyway yeah um she wanted me to drive her and i, I was like okay only to drive you and i'll, drop I'll, dro- you I'll drop you off there and she's like no but can you stay with me because i just want to i just want someone to be with me just in case i need to go home or i need to i need to leave what early a smart lady. and i'm just so i'm just like i have nothing to do <laughs> give credit. and no one is going to be there that i know at the time because it was like it's like night yeah so it was these night masses where not a lot of people showed yeah. up or not a lot of younger people showed up so yes. i guess what you're saying is that like, you were ready to you were okay with being at church with her because yeah. you didn't you no one you knew was going to yeah, be there yeah because also the main part 
of not going to and church. And you had nothing better to do. Yes. Yeah. And also the main part was also because a lot of... I didn't want anyone to really see me the way I was because yeah. I felt like a mess and I looked yeah. like a mess. Um, but I felt like this was the perfect opportunity where I didn't have to worry about people. I didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about... So, yeah. And continuing on from that, you cut all connections off, right? From yeah, yeah. Mostly, mostly. I yeah, would basically. Say. So yeah, you were ready to not talk to anyone. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I, uh, yeah, I wasn't prepared to talk to anyone. Uh, I didn't want anyone to see me because I would have felt ashamed and embarrassed. Yeah. Especially and classic our church ethnic families. Yeah. They love to be nosy. They love to know what you're up to. They oh. love to know why you haven't come to church. They love to know what you're doing with your life. They love to know why you've gained weight. Why? Love to why know... are you getting aggressive? Well, I, this is I just me, by the way. Just, this is her. To, yeah, no. I, I mean, this is classic aunties and uncles. Classic yeah. Indian. But they don't. They don't know any better. I mean, their intentions are pure. But, some of them. They ask some of them. Very, but yeah. they're very nosy. Not even nosy. Just rude. Not rude. Okay. What am I trying to say? Okay. No. Very, I think. They tactical okay. yes. they want to know about yes. your life even if you don't know them they just want to know yeah i so, don't yeah it'll be fair enough people. why you don't want to go to church yeah they because some of them mean well but i think the way of asking is is not, is not appropriate. yes it's not appropriate but anyway um i felt like the perfect opportunity for me to just go and just finally just i guess sit in that church which i didn't do in a while which I was very. How did that feel? Cause I, you, I mean, I guess you hated God at this point, or did you not realize? I did, but it was more the fact hate. that I want. It was more the fact that I wanted to be with my mama. mom. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I wanted to drive her. So it wasn't. I, also, I wasn't angry at God he- at the time. Okay, okay. I was. I was a bit. I was. It was like nothing when I got that because no emotions, no thoughts. Yeah, because when I got that job, it sort of gave me somewhat of. Um, hope. A little it was bit like, of hope. Yeah. It was a door opportunity f- to pick myself up, mm. and obviously at the time I didn't see it as a gift from God. Yeah. But I felt somewhat um, progress. Yeah. It yep. was very small, but I felt progress in my life. And um, going to church, I guess the 2021 version Robin wouldn't have done that. No. But I think. Well, when I heard about you going to church, that was the shock of yeah. my life yeah. like shock to the system I'm sure my mom was like in a yeah, she, state of shock the yeah, whole drive she was, there. Very, she was very shocked she, <laughs> she was, was very like shocked. how the heck have you agreed to come with me yeah. but yeah I remember when, and my mom telling us that you came or when yeah I was like wait what you went to church but also I was scared to ask you about it I was like mm. if he's going to church that's fine like let's not ask him anything yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, just yeah. keep it that way yeah so um, yeah yeah no so I just gave it a shot I at the time I wasn't hateful towards God I sort of had my my peace somewhat mm-hmm. um which i which worldly i didn't want to say peace, yes which yeah. i yeah which i didn't want to say it was from god or say you know i'm good or i'm this and that but it felt like it was enough didn't to want to admit that god was doing something yes yes because i felt like if i did everything would go away again yeah. because that was what that was my motto yeah was you know never feel hopeful and never feel mm-hmm. like things will get better because then when it doesn't you're going to feel really really hurt right so but anyway um from that night, I realized this was such a interesting way to get me to church because I was I, I was very stubborn at the time, and then for still, me, to, for me, um, okay, I'm yep. not stubborn anyway. Still, yep. All continue. right. Anyway, um, but going to church, it was like I can't believe I've just done this. Yeah, I can't believe I've actually just <laughs> like it was I, like almost like God just paused your brain, yeah. like teleported you to church yes. and brought you back yes. home, and then like unpaused your brain it, and be it, like. <laughs> yeah because because it felt before it felt like 
a game because I wanted to to hurt God, and yeah. I was like, by not going to church. So how the heck have you ended yeah. up in His house? So <laughs> now I'm just like, you want what you. I was speaking to myself, I'm like, you wanted to be stubborn and you wanted to, you know, go against God all this time. And you're now here. Like, Crazy. what happened? Like, I was very starstruck. Crazy. And that's what I said. I can't explain yeah, why that wow. happened. I can't explain How why I decided. Happened. Yeah. And I don't think you probably had any thoughts of that. Like, I don't think you even mm-hmm. had the opportunity to think about different scenarios if you had gone to church. Yeah. It was almost like God just literally. Yeah. Pausing. You know how like Men in Black they zap you and you're just. I haven't seen Men in Black. Well, you know how they zap you and they, is that Men in Black? But they zap. I feel like God just zapped you, made you pause yeah, in yeah. your head, and just carried, took your body, brought you into the house of yes, God, yes. and brought you back home, and then it made yeah. you think like, how the heck did I just go to church? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that night was a pure display of I didn't have to pray for this, or I didn't have to work for this, or I didn't have to earn this, but. For some reason, I was able to go to church. Mm. I was able to feel fine going in and out, yeah. and not feel ashamed, not feel angry, not feel wow. disgusting. And I and I was like, "Is this Ooh. is this what I was missing all along? Wow. Is this what I thought? You know, this I I thought church at the time was everyone judging you, mm-hmm. feeling less than people, mm-hmm. you know, and just judging yourself. You can get that, but." You yeah, not but in, that. yeah, in that night, I just didn't feel like that. Yeah. I, I felt very, I felt very calm, and wow. I felt like I had, I, I was meant to be there that night. Wow. Like I felt like I, I don't know, I just can't explain it. Yep. But I, yep. I felt like that night I was gonna, I was going to be at that, be at church. Yeah, wow. So yeah, that that's something I could never explain to anyone and say, why the change of heart. Yeah. I don't know, but God well, just... Do you remember? So, fast forward a couple... To, sorry, continue, finish your sentence. <laughs> I was just going to say, but God just decided that was the right time. That was what you had to for do. For me to go. pick up and just go. And not any sooner, not any later. I mean, like, he could have done that any time. Of course. Between your, you know, the years that you were depressed and going through it. So, for it to happen at that time, we will never know the answer to until God reveals it to us yeah. and we, you know, spend eternity with him. But I think... That week of, so it was the week of Easter. And I remember on Easter Sunday, I had the courage to ask you, why did you decide to come to church? And your answer was to me, I don't know if you remember it, but your answer was, um, I just wanted to give it one more chance. I just gave, yeah. I just told God one yeah. more chance. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I gave another chance. Why didn't I give one before? Why didn't I give yeah. one later? I just don't know. I had the same question, Stalin. I, <laughs> I can't explain it. Yep. Till this day, I can't explain it. Yep. But God, that's all I can but say. But God, yep. Okay, so what was your faith then like from that point onwards? What was your, I mean, were you scared to go to God? Were you embarrassed? Were you ashamed? Because all these years you were hating on the guy. Yeah. And I say the guy, I just mean it very like humorously. He's an entity, not a guy. I mean, Jesus is a guy. Anyway. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> this is me trying not to get cancelled. I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I mean, as in like, what were your feelings towards him now? that you experienced him in a little, like in a little format, like right. in church, I mean. Right. So I, I, so yeah, that week when I had gone to church, mm. there was also a Sunday where you go, where I went to church. Oh uh, yes. So Easter week, Sunday. Easter Sunday. Yes. <laughs> so when we'd gone to Easter Sunday, yep. um, after that I'd come back and that from then on onwards, um, that this was where I was going to think, should I start going again or not? Mm. And I'm, I was thinking to myself, nothing bad happened your your everyone everyone who was close to you was excited to see you yep they you know they were wondering where you've been all this time and and i sort of had to side 
like sort of ditched the question because I didn't want to tell them them what was really going on at the time. So I was very, I was very nervous to go on, but I came out feeling very peaceful and and very calm and very like, you know, like I thought it was going to be worse. Still, yeah. Still. And, and realizing there's some things in in this world where you, you think you have to control. It's regardless of how hard you try to control it, you can't control it, but God yeah god is the only one that like that day could have gone very bad for me of course it could have gone very bad you for just me. needed one question and i yeah or one statement someone exactly oh one judgment yeah as a yep. joke and that day went as well as it could have for mm-hmm. me and that's when i'm realizing this was not this was no way a coincidence, coincidence. this this hack this was a plan from from a start Get for go. me to yep. from this start of the year to pick myself up and then to give church a chance and then realize I find some sort of peace at this church. I, I find peace at, at going and just thinking that there is a God that actually might actually mm. forgive me. And yeah, and wow. like I said at the start, I, I knew a fair bit of the Bible and yep. I realized I, I knew like even though my sins were horrendous and really bad, I, I knew... Mean, that's what sin like we are all sinful yeah. people I, I knew sin is sin exactly yeah sin is sin and i knew at the time this is where the good and the bad will either convince me to back down mm-hmm. or to continue going to church okay and when i made the final decision to realize every single sin that you know in the bible like i said mm-hmm. I read um read a bit so at that time, when I knew that every sin that has been done in the Bible has been forgiven by God mm-hmm. through Jesus, I realized, why wow. why is it holding me back to wow. be forgiven? Is it my stubbornness? It. Amen. Is it my stubbornness? And is it my, you know, my ego to say, I'm not going to go to church. Yep. You can't make me go to church. Yep. And then to realize that this was all f- for me to, to be better. This was mm-hmm. all for me to grow. For me to come back wow. to church and to feel this peace and that I hadn't felt in years was wow. was really, really good. Because the last thing I wanted to do as someone who was sinning a lot mm-hmm. was to think about God. Yeah. You don't want to think Definitely. about God when you're self Because you're, you're, you're exposed. Exactly. You don't want to think about anything good when you feel like rubbish. Right. You, you don't want to embrace anything good. And that's why I felt the need to embody evil mm. and to be evil because that's what I felt I was. Yeah. Yeah. And to come back to God and to to actually feel peace that I can't explain, I call it indescribable peace. Yep. And it is. It, it's something that till this day where I realize that's what changed the course for me to come back to church, to feel that peace which was very needed in my life. It made me to realize I need more of it. Yeah. I need more of it because that's what's keeping me afloat. Wow. So it was almost this hunger that you had yes. leaving yes. that church of like this is what I have at the palm of my hands. This is what God has given yeah. me. Why am I not using this? Yeah. What and, has held and me I, back? And, I, and I'd gone into a very deep thought of, there are so many people who don't have the opportunity to pray mm. to God. Like there are people in different countries who, yeah, if persecuted. they pray to God, get persecuted, yep. they'll get slaughtered. They'll be, You can't find Bibles anywhere. Yeah, they'll be like abolished from yep. their, their land. Like it is crazy how a lot of people who want to pray to God, who want to, express their love for yep. god and want to give him the praise he deserves don't get that opportunity no, and such a privilege and for me to realize i now have the opportunity to come back to the church that i had left mm-hmm. and to 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 come back to god and to actually 
work on our relationship mm-hmm. i wasn't straight away you yeah. know thinking that i'm all i'm gonna be great i'm gonna be this yeah my goal was to just come to god and say i'm here as i am yes i'm a mess i am sulking broken. in sin i am i am broken beyond fix i cannot be repaired mm-hmm. but if there's anyone i know like i said because i because i read the bible is there anyone i know i can that can fix me and that can help me to pick myself up again one more time it would be jesus yeah it would be jesus and that's where i realized you're wasting an opportunity where a lot of people who would die for Mm -hmm. you're able to go to church unharmed safe and sound Mm -hmm. with people you know yeah you need to take it because there's the reason there was a reason why everything happened Happened the way it did it did and i think for you to come to that conclusion of like only jesus can save you is i mean he bore that pain that you went through on the cross already yes so it was like this free gift he had given you that was sitting there that we you didn't want to touch for whatever reason right ego pride whatever you want to call it and it was this free gift that's sitting at the bottom of this cross that we each one of us can take each one of us can take this free gift Mm -hmm. and obviously what you were going through you didn't want to touch this gift you didn't want anything any part of it yeah but it was that all of a sudden whatever happened the way it did for god to place such peace in your mind for you to even just think about maybe i can take this gift yeah right maybe i can take it and it will be better it will be fine and and that's where that's where i started realizing okay i don't know how i even got here but Mm -hmm. i got here let me somehow make the most of it because every situation that's gone bad yeah that didn't go the way i wanted where i felt hopeless yeah was because i tried to do things and it didn't work my way it didn't work the way i wanted to do it and when this happened where i didn't plan to go to church Mm -hmm. i didn't plan to see my my friends i didn't plan to think about god and feel peaceful um you know praying and talking to him and singing hymns and you know doing everything i did in that church i didn't plan all of those things and i i realized from then on i didn't have to plan anything no i never everything i planned everything i tried to do on my own failed right and And that is what the gifts that god was giving you happened so i guess now looking back you can look at all the gifts god gave you it wasn't god snatching it away it was because of our own decisions and mistakes we made that the gifts exploded in our face and that was a time where i it was a great realization for me to start working on my relationship with god by by no means was i consistent in my praying i may have prayed once a week or once every fortnight Mm or read the bible once every fortnight but i was never consistent and i was never um you know where i wanted to be in Mm -hmm. terms of a christian yeah. living but yeah but that itself was the was biggest huge. progress i've ever made in my life i mean from a from someone who was telling me that he hated god and wanted to curse yes. god yes and then what four or five months later yeah. giving it another shot what i mean what a change yeah. right yeah and I'd, I'd, and you can't explain it. I can't, I can't explain I can't it. Explain and I think, it. I think this testimony is not like you know God came down and spoke this over, like said yeah. something to me. But it was, it was almost like God just did a miracle. Yeah. It was a miracle. Uh, yeah. And I would say definitely having your parents pray over you mm. impacted that miracle. Like, or like your family praying for you was a catalyst for that miracle to happen. But it was a miracle. Yes. I. That's that was the one thing that having that support system around me especially 
also my family um i had a few friends that i would talk to Mm -hmm. um you know about how i was Mm -hmm. on a you know weekly or fortnightly basis Mm -hmm. and um to have them pray around me um it was such a crazy thing because i remember telling one of my mates that i will never come back to god i blatantly said it to him and he's he's also christian and and you know he was you know, in his own journey with God mm-hmm. and, and trying to figure himself out. And yep. for me to say that, you know, straight to him, he just felt sad. Yeah. He felt sad because th- that is just a basic, that's a basic, basically me saying, I don't want to be saved. Yeah. Like for, for, for you to see your friend or your family member, you know, lose their soul mm-hmm. on judgment day is a mm-hmm. very, it's a very scary thing to think very about. Very scary thought. Yeah. And that's what my family were thinking about every mm-hmm. single day. That's what my close friends were thinking about and that's when i realized like even going back to talking to my friends about this how much prayer means to 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 god the fact that the fact that you know i didn't do a single bit of praying since stepping back into church i didn't do a single bit of praying for so long i was yet to still be alive i was yet Mm -hmm. to still be able to to function and live every single day mm-hmm. and and not do anything bad to myself like mm-hmm. i till this day i don't know how i'm still alive yeah like i i'll genuinely say this to anyone i i don't like i said it's another thing i can't explain i don't know how i'm alive and mm-hmm. and it's these things that i can't explain it's only god that knows only the answer god, to yeah. and that's what that's what i realized in my heart that there's a there's a stubbornness that was holding me back mm-hmm. from you know, trying to be this evil force, this powerful evil force where I was, I cannot, I can never compare to what God knows. Yeah. I can never compare to his power. I can never yep. compare to how amazing yep. he is. And, and, the, I, and, yeah. the, and the fact that he's able to do all these things, that's why he's God. Yep. And I think as human beings, we want to be like him. Yes. That's, I mean, that's yes. the first downfall of Adam and Eve, yep. right? It was that they wanted, the enemy planted such lies into their mind that, Adam and Eve wanted to be like God. And I think that's yeah. now our human condition is that we want to be this all-powerful, all-knowing, you know, 100%. human being. And that's just not the case. We are humans, dust. Yes. We're absolute dust. Yeah. And what we know is privilege enough. So to, yeah, when we have such ego and stubbornness um, and pride that holds us back to want to know all of the answers and need to know why certain things happen, like once you strip all of that back, you realize like, wow, thank god only he knows of course because if had i know or like you know do i know if i knew why so many things were happening the way it was or the way they are yeah i would go insane i'd go insane and i'm so thankful god has only given me what i can bear to know and i think same with you you know had you known why you were going through what you were going through you probably couldn't bear it and so it was his god's prerogative to keep that from you yeah and when the time is right um he might share that with you on this earth or not until you see him again so yeah continue sorry yeah yeah so yeah from then onwards um there came a certain point um where i was going on a camp Mm. with um, my church friends this is a few months later roughly in the middle of the year Mm-hmm. Um, I was going on a church camp and I wasn't too keen on it um, just because I I didn't want to be, you know, hanging around all the time for three days straight. Mm-hmm. But I was like, let me let me just do it anyway um, because my friends are going, my, my brother was going, why not? I'll, I'll just go anyway. And um, 
at the time I was not, I wouldn't say like I was on great terms with God, but I was definitely, I, I accepted that I made mistakes. Yep. I accepted that I, I acted out in anger and acted out like I was, I was in control where, you know, when I was in control, everything fell apart. Mm-hmm. And it, that was such a big lesson for me to learn, you know, what, you think you have in control could really bite you back yeah you know there's so many times even till now where i think uh, oh, th- th- i don't really need to think about this as a you know like i need to pray about this or it's too easy like yeah i can get this done and then it always always there's something that you know bites me back and, and and it teaches me a lesson i'm like yeah my yeah my pray. my pride got the better of me yeah. and, and my arrogance and anyway going back to going to that camp um where uh we had um a time where we were gonna have you know to talk about god mm-hmm. um our testimonies and it was just a testimony session in our camp few pe- uh, few people were there and other people had their piece to say and it was very emotional um and i was <laughs> i was chewing gum and i was just like i don't know why but i'm getting nervous i'm getting nervous mm-hmm. and i don't know why also i'm really sad i wasn't able to be there yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway um yeah, I was getting nervous and then I'm I'm chewing my gum and then I, I swallowed it and I'm like, I'm gonna have to go off there, don't I? Like I was legit thinking like, uh, I know I have to go off there now. It like, was like the Holy Spirit. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because it was a, it was a while and I was mm-hmm. saying in the start, yeah, there's no, why would I ever go off there? Like yeah. no chance, no chance. I was sitting far back and I was this like, is someone who hated God, by the way. Yeah. Just- and I was like, I'm not going to go up there. I don't know why I'm feeling nervous though, but I'm not going up there. Yeah. But then I was chewing my gum and then I swallowed it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, now I have to go up there because I was thinking, should I go up there? And then I, I swallowed swallow the gum. I swallowed the, the gum. I swallowed the gum and then I was okay, I have to go up there now. Like I have to speak my part because yeah. this, this, there's a reason, there's a reason why I'm, I'm feeling, feeling nervous. Way. Yes. So I got up there and to tell you where I am right now, to say where I am right now is, I mean, but you got up there and you shared your testimony. I shared my testimony. And, and that was the first time you had probably verbalized it to oh, other people. hundred percent. And when I heard about that, I was like, I mean, I was crying. My brother, my brother who was yeah. there at the time with Robin as well was also crying. Yeah. And I think it was just such a, I mean, we were crying not because like, I mean, we were crying because what a, great miracle god has done and outside of looking in it's such a miracle but i think we knew every step of the way your journey so it made it that much more like this is only god like you whoever's listening to this episode sure there might be like you might feel like wow okay this is like god but like we know for a fact because we knew robin Mm day in day out what he was going through we know for a fact you cannot change my mind on this that this was god yeah and i don't i don't even like talking in front of people like right robin's like like me we can't do public speaking rohan our other brother social butterfly honestly yeah so both of us we we i mean not both of us robin yeah obviously no public speaking um no intention of even sharing his testimony that night and for the holy spirit to like you know just bring this wave of like urge to go stand up and talk and then robin telling me later he was like i don't even know what i said and that's yeah, how you know I, I i i said to her i don't remember what anything said. i said word for word like i just have like a gist of what i said and and that's, that's how you know holy yeah, spirit yeah that's thing. what you told me yep. it's the holy spirit and that's when i realized like 
this is literally such a comeback story. Like, what a comeback story. Like, from where I was, right? Anyway, but from where I was, coming back to now, mm-hmm. it felt like, it it felt it felt a bit like fiction. It yes. didn't feel real. And to see, for me to say, you know, what I said, and then to to see my brother, mm. who doesn't get emotional at oh, all. Oh, yeah. He, after we'd finished the session, he came over to me, and it was a very emotional moment between him. us both. And, and to see him, to see him, like, so i guess happy for me mm. and grateful was like it it meant so much to my family yeah. it meant so much to me and just a quick side note for, i don't know you know if whether you are close with god or you're not or mm-hmm. whatever your your situation is like even if you don't even like god make sure you're telling people because those people can pray, pray for, you. for you and that's what kept me afloat for so yeah. long without me having to do anything yeah. was my family and friends praying for me. And that was something that I have to be extremely grateful to God was giving me the people to um, keep me grounded, to not let me go to, to, the, know, depths of hell. to the depths of hell, 100% and, and lose my, my soul. And especially what, what, what I said in that testimony was I had gone through all these experiences and gone through all these challenges because experience is the best way to teach someone a lesson. Mm-hmm. Not a teacher, not, mm-hmm. you know, reading something from a book. The only way, the, the best way to learn from from a scenario, to learn how to be better or how to grow yeah. is from experiencing these yeah. certain things. And and that's what I said was, was going through these challenges what God had allowed in my life, which I thought was God punishing me, mm. was actually God allowing these experiences because God's, God sees us as his children and yeah. he wants his children to grow. He, he sees so much potential in me, in, mm-hmm. in Rochelle, in, my, in everyone listening. Yeah. And he doesn't want us to waste that. It would be like, he knows everything. Imagine how hurt he would be if we just waste our potential. And for me to realize like, these experiences, these troubles, these challenges, everything that I'd gone through, everything that I said and done was to just teach me and to make me a better person and, yeah. and to make me grow from this yeah. and to maybe help someone else. Who who knows down the line when I grow older and I have to help people, if that's if that was a way for me to learn so I can help someone else, yeah. then that is such an amazing thing to go through Beautiful because gift. God bestows these things on people he he trusts like and he does not he does not he's chosen chosen and, and he doesn't go to the ones that don't um can't fulfill that yeah that can't fulfill it you know he he gives the toughest challenges to the strongest warriors yeah. and yeah. that's why if you know if you're struggling with something that it's very unique or it's very unknown and you don't know how things are going to go like i will tell you this now like god sees so much strength in you the devil will lie to you and say God is punishing you. Absolutely. God is going against you. God is saying that you're not worthy. You're not good enough. But you're he, too far gone. he sees everything. God mm-hmm. sees everything good in you. God sees so much good in you, and 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 that's only because Jesus died for us. Right, and and also because you are created in His exactly. Image. We are His. You're you're insulting him and his goodness because if you insult yourself you're insulting exactly him. Yep. we're created exactly in his image which is what i was trying to do when yep. i was hating god was to insult myself yeah because it was insulting yep. god as well yeah and that's where i knew like me going through the ex- ex- these experiences the most like literally the most valuable thing i've ever had in my life because going through this pain and suffering 
was so hard, but to know that it it's made me so much more stronger, like the person I am today, and I am far from where I want to be, but the person I am today, I am so much more stronger mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I am I'm in a better place right now Amazing. more than ever. And so good. And God I, is so good. hundred percent. And and I just want to let anyone know, like, do not give up on him because he he sees so much strength in you that's the reason he's allowed these challenges to come into your life Mm -hmm. he's allowed you to take upon these tough challenges because you can't get to level 100 without being at level 99 and god is taking you through the process and he sees you as strong enough and worthy enough to get through this so please do not do not think that this is the end all be all because it never is it never is until it is no exactly and yeah wow what a like what a testimony yeah what a testimony because i think like i said we knew what it was like starting point point yeah. a to now um and we can only we can only say that is god yeah. um so that's incredible and i i know this episode is so long already yeah. we're 10 minutes to two hours which oh my gosh if you're listening to this episode in one yeah, go. Good job. <laughs> good job. Yeah, I have mad respect. I have mad respect. <laughs> mad respect. Oh no, our dog's working up. Okay. That is our cue to like wrap up as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you, Robin, for coming on the podcast. Um, definitely, if yeah. you enjoy this episode, make sure you are following the podcast page um, because I'd love to have you on maybe in a future episode yeah, if yeah. you're if you're up for it yeah. um, hopefully we'll try to make it shorter we'll try to make it shorter <laughs> yeah. definitely this I, was, I, let me clear this up yeah i was it was longer because of me because i was explaining myself also but... robin is my blood so we yes, love to talk yeah. we will talk yeah <laughs> so yeah. um yeah i mean and, and this is a testimony episode we want to be able to share as much yeah. as we can yeah. um, and not brush through important topics so totally understand if this is if this episode needs to be listened over oh, <laughs> over a seven day period do not take offense to that um but yeah thank you so much for tuning in how do you feel robin i feel great feel i feel great. amazing feel yeah. amazing yeah god is good as yeah. always um shout out to the big man cannot wait 100%. to see him again cannot yeah. wait to see him again and just be like wow you did a real thing oh, <laughs> Here crazy you thing. did a real thing crazy um, thing but yeah thank you so much for tuning in as always i hope you guys have a great rest of your day make sure you're following the instagram podcast page um it is at bearing fruit pod and yeah the the podcast page wherever you're listening to this episode on make sure you've got your notification bells because i would love to have um more guests on here so yeah thank you again for joining us on today's episode and i will talk to you guys in two weeks bye